I praise God today. I thank God I'm alive. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This, thank God that God knows my name. You know, the Torah portion for this season is what? Names. It's Shemot. Same as Exodus is the Hebrew word Shemot. And it is names. Come on, say, God knows my name. <laughs> Come and say, your name is important. So, if you don't believe you're important to God, you know today. Before the children of Israel went down into Egypt, he listed all their names. To show them, listen to me, I'm taking you into Egypt. And I want you to know you are important to me. I hope somebody got that. <laughs> I hope you just don't let it pass right over your head. You know, I say, well, my man, your name is important. That's why the Bible says he has given you a name that is above every name. That the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And has joined you with that name. Amen. Father, bless your word to our hearts and glorify your name, O God. Open the lips of clay, Lord God. Let us speak with clarity your word today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. We're going to go right into the scripture. My wife has been, been, been happy the way I've been preaching and bam, bam. And this, we're out of here. Ram, bam. We're out of here. Glory to God. So I'm just going to give it to you what God says. And let go. But first of all, I want you all in the back to come a little closer to me. I feel too far away from you. I feel I have to yell, yeah, it's the Renan. It's a Sabra. <laughs> Do you hear me? So I want you to come down to the first section. Let's move on down. Move on down to the first section. Hallelujah. Get closer to the altar. Glory to God. This is the year of blessing. Come on. Say it. This is the year of blessing. I mean, I'm, God told me to tell you that this is the year of blessing. So I'm blessing. I'm going to bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. You know, I, I, I had a revelation about when God said to, when God is calling somebody and he says, use the word like this. He said, he'll call your name. And when he was calling Moses, he said to Moses, Moses, Moses. And I couldn't understand. Say, God, how, how come you had to say Moses, Moses? You don't know his name? You say Moses, Moses. But Moses, Moses understood it. Because he knew one thing. When you say Moses, 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 the first Moses is to say, I have a job for you to do. Come on. Hey, you don't catch that later on. Moses, I got a job for you to do. Then he says, Moses. But guess who's going to do it? God. 
You see, when God gives you something to do, it's something bigger than you. You can't do it. And you know you can't do it. So he says, he comforts your heart and he says, Moses, Moses. You got a job to do. But guess, he says, I'm going to be with you. Come on, say, God is going to be with you in what he's given you to do this week. How many of you want to be blessed this year? <laughs> you know, the first thing folks talk about is that if you're blessed, then I'm driving a beautiful car, I got a beautiful mansion, I got this. Do you know that's not blessing? And I'm going to show you today what blessing is. Turn to Genesis chapter 26. I'm just going to preach from this. Amen. There's so much in this. Glory to God. Glory to God. I can't figure out why Jacob wanted that blessing from his father. Why he would go as far as be a supplanter and stole a blessing. What, what was so great about that blessing? First of all, if it was camels and cows and donkeys and horses and chariots and all that stuff, he had a whole bunch of that. He had a lot of that. His father had a lot of that. So it couldn't have been that. Something bigger than that. Come on, say so the blessings of God is bigger than me. Hallelujah. See, the blessings of God goes to, from generation. That's the only blessing that goes from generation to generation. It's passed, come on, say, it's passed on. So let's read. Starting from verse 1. And I'm reading from the NLT. It says this, A severe famine now struck the land. As had happened before in Abram's time. So Isaac moved from Jirah, where Abimelech, king of the Philistines. And you know who are the Philistines? The enemies of Israel, the enemies of God, right? Live. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, do not go down to Egypt, but do as I tell you. Live there as a foreigner. Come on, say, I'm a foreigner. In this land, and I will be with you and bless you. I hereby confirm that I will give all these lands to you and to your descendants. Just as I have solemnly promised Abraham, your father, I will cause your descendants. Come on, say, I will cause. I will cause your descendants to become as numerous. Come on, say, numerous. As the stars of the sky. And I will give them all the lands. I will give them all the lands. And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. And I will, and I will, and I will. Notice that you see, you hear what God is saying is, I will. Say, come on, say, I will. God says, I will. I will, I will, I will. <laughs> Come on, say, I, say, God will. 
Hallelujah. I will. I will. <laughs> be blessed. I will do this. Why? Why am I going to do this? Because Abraham listened to me and obeyed all my requirements. In the, in the King James Version, it says, my commandments and my laws and my statutes. Are you telling me that before Exodus, before the laws was given at Mount Sinai, that Abraham got the laws, the commandments, and the statutes? So, <laughs> we better be careful how we live. Because why? Because we are blessed with faithful Abraham. We'll see why. Hallelujah. Verse 7. When the men... Was it verse 7? Yeah. When the men who live there asked Isaac about his wife, Rebecca, he said, see, she's my sister. He's following his daddy, eh? <laughs> He was afraid to say, she is my wife. I wonder where I heard that before. Huh? You remember that story? When he went into Egypt? That's why God said, don't go to Egypt. Stay right where you are. Come on, say, I don't have to go here or go there. Stay right. God is going to bless me right where I am. Hey, Miguel. She says, she's my sister. And he was afraid to say, she is my wife. He thought that they will kill me. To get there, get her because she is so beautiful. Come on, say the one inside of me. Come on, say the one inside of me is so beautiful. So many people want him. He's so beautiful. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let, let that rest in your. <laughs> But sometime later, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out his window and saw Isaac caressing Rebekah. Immediately, Abimelech called for Isaac and explained, She is obvious your wife. <laughs> Why did you say she is my sister? Because I was afraid someone would kill me to get her for me, from me. Isaac replied, how could you do this? Let me explain. One of my people might have easily have taken your wife and slept with her. And you would have made us guilty of a great sin. I wonder why he heard that. He must have heard what happened when Abraham went down to Egypt. And what God did to the king of Egypt when they messed with Sarah. Amen? So Abimelech issued a public proclamation. Anyone who touches this man or his wife will be put to death. Father God, bless your word. Let me tell you something. God Almighty is saying to you this morning, you are in a good place. You're in a good place, the place that he has placed you to be in. 
don't, don't worry about you want to go here, you want to go there, and people call you and tell you, you got to come down to North Carolina, you got to come to South Carolina, go to, New, to, to, to Florida. Yeah, it's good down here in Florida, and everything is fine, everything is wonderful, everything is beautiful, everything is great. Oh, the housing is cheaper. This, this is that. And, and God said, no, 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 no. Because in Egypt, there were great things happening in Egypt. There was a famine in the land. The Bible says there was a famine in the land greater than the famine that was in the time of Abraham. <laughs> it seems like God loved to move his people in the midst of famine. <laughs> it seems like God loves to provide for his people in the times of famine. Because what happened, God knows how, God knows how to show off his people. God knows how to show off his church. God knows how to say to the world, these are my people. These are the ones who have called out and are put in this place and they're going to flourish right where they are and you're going to see it and you're going to want it. You're going to envy them for it. Hallelujah. And look what God says. God says, I want you to stay right there in Jira. I want you to stay right in the midst of your enemies. Hallelujah. Right where your enemy is, right where the Philistines are, they are there to beat you up. They're going to take from you. They want to do everything. They hate your guts. But glory to God, I'm going to put a blessing on you and they won't be able to touch you. They can't touch this because what God has blessed, no man can curse. I hear David said, David said this word. He said, I prepare, he has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Glory to God. God says, Isaac, I'm going to prepare a table right in front of your enemy. They're going to eat from your table because when the famine hits them, they're going to know that I'm the holy God who provides. That's why from the beginning, he said, when they came out of Egypt, I want you to know me as Jehovah Jireh. I'm the God who will provide. Who will always provide. You see that word Jehovah Jireh don't mean provide just for the moment. <laughs> He's not a one-time God. He's a God that provides this forever and ever and more. And more. every time he provides is more and more and more and more. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So as he goes into deer. And the Bible says, if you read further on, you'll find that when he went there in the Jira, he said, okay, my, my, my father was here. Abraham was here. And I remember Abraham told me that he dug that well and that well and that well and that well. And I know one thing, that any well that my daddy dug, Water got to be there. Anywhere but my daddy, any place that my daddy blesses, blessing is going to be 
there. So I'm going to go back and, and I'm going to dig up all them wells again because I need water. It's famine in the land. I need water, glory to God. So if I need water, I'm going to go back to where God bless. Because uh, where, where God blessing is, is always a supply. So he dug up the first well. Because they had closed up the well. How many of the devil will close? God don't close up things on you. I'm going to say it again. It flew by your head, right? <laughs> you think that God is closing up stuff on you. When the devil is doing it and you're blaming God. How many of you have done that? Something happened to you. Why, God, why did you do this to me? Why me, God? And you beat up on God and don't know who is doing it to you. And God is pointing at, it's him, it's him. He's the one to go after. And I've given you authority to go after him. But you're using your authority to go after me. It won't work with me. My authority that I've given you will work against him and will defeat him. Because I gave that authority. Amen? Amen. So, they dug up the well, and he started getting water for it, and they closed it back. You know, it's, it's not what the devil does. You know, the devil will, what do you say, bite his finger to spite his face? Is that, is that oh, that goes? <laughs> Smite your, uh, cut off your finger to spite your face. <laughs> They hated Isaac so much that they rather do without water. <laughs> huh? It's in there. Read, go keep read further down the scripture. I didn't read all of it. Right? They would either cover up them water than make Isaac partake of it. So Isaac went on, you know, his story. He went on, and he dug again, and he dug again, and he dug again. And they think they could frustrate him. How many of the devil think they can frustrate you? Come on, say, he can't frustrate me. Because I got greater as he that is in me than he that is in the world. So they can't frustrate me because if I dig one here, I can go and dig another one here. And another, I can keep on digging. See, come on. Come on, say, I'm going to, this year, I'm going to keep on digging. I'm going to keep, if I dig here and I don't find nothing here, I'm going to keep on digging. Go to the next and go to the next. Somewhere, somehow, I'm going to find me what I need. So he dug and he keep on dug. And then God Show off. How many of Gaza, when it comes to his children, he'll show off. So what he did, come on, say, God is showing me off. Right in front of my enemy. And what happened? The Bible said, he, God said to him, I want you to plant right on the tough ground. It's hard and tough, right? But dig as far as you can dig and you just sow your seed. And the Bible says, God, when he sowed, what happened? He got 100-fold return. Come on, say 100-fold return. That means it's all of a sudden the desert started blooming. 
Some of you don't even know about this. The reason why Gaza, um, Hamas, and all these people is going after Israel. Because you know what? The desert is blooming. One of the th things that is lacking in the Middle East, in Saudi Arabia, in everything, is what? Come on, use the word. Water. Come on, say water. And come back 5,000 years to now, guess what happened? Water is still the problem. Because Saudi Arabia learned all the technology of dis distillation, distillation, where they turn, what's that? Distillation, where they turn seawater into fresh water. Who gave them that technology? People don't even know that. The Jews. They were the first one who, because they couldn't get water either themselves. They had lack of water, so they had to get, he had, he had to speed up how, to, how the desert is going to boom. And they started the first distillation plant in Israel. 80% of Israel's water comes from the sea. 90% of Saudi Arabia's water comes from the sea. Saudi Arabia has rainfall maybe once or twice a year and it's just a little drizzle. Y'all, you know all of that. So thank God you have a pastor who reads and studies <laughs> to tell you what is happening so you don't let the news media tell you all the lies that is happening over here. The reason why they're fighting, they're fighting for two things in the Middle East. Two things. You know what? They're fighting for two things. What? Oil and water. So it's the same thing happened. The enemy don't change his strategy. He's after your oil and your water. I hope I catch it now, Sister Shan. He's after your oil and your water. Come on, say it. My oil and my water. He's after the word of God. And your anointing. I'm going to say it again. He's after the word of God and your anointing. The reason why he's coming after you, Sister Maria, um, Sister, I was Sandra. The reason why he's coming after you is because of your anointing. He knows that if he, if he, Halal, it's not really halal because it's there already. And I'm going to pray for you this morning that you're not going to go through another year with all this pain and suffering and all this stuff. You're going to be able to go out under the anointing of God and do what God called you to do. You listen to me? Come on, say oil and water. He's after your anointing. And your word, the word of God. That's why David says, thy word have I hid in my, that I might not 
So it's after your anointing. So everything he does is after your anointing. But God Almighty is doing a great work in you. God will make you shine even, even in where the, where, the, where the earth is like iron. He'll make plants grow out of it to show you how great he is. God will bless you anywhere you are. Because the Bible says that, that Isaac left from that part of Jira, and he went down into the valleys. Way down there into the valleys where nothing is. <laughs> and guess who come following him? Now he, go, he, go, he went to a place where nobody wanted to go. Read it. He went there. If you study it, you'll know. And when he went there, guess who come following him? <laughs> come on, say, I'm blessed. But I'm, a, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Don't forget that. I'm blessed to be. I am blessed to be something. To be a blessing. I'm blessed. You are not blessed unless you're blessing somebody. The, the, the way you know you're blessed is when you're blessing somebody. The way you know you're blessed, you know you're blessed because you have blessed somebody to be greater than you. Oh, they don't like that. You are blessed. You are blessed to make somebody get better than you. Don't, don't so you don't envy nobody when they get better than you. If you bless me and then you see me doing better than you, you need to jump and shout and say, "Hallelujah! I know I'm blessed. Hallelujah! I know I'm blessed because that person who God said to bless is doing better than I am doing. Glory to God." To be a blessing. So Abram goes down to the valley. And he goes down there and he started doing his stuff. And he said he did dug one more, one more well. Come on, say one more well. Sometimes you gotta leave the stuff that the people is envying you for and coming against you for. Let's walk away from it. Just tell them that you can. Come on, say, I can. <laughs> Just let them know I can. I can walk away from a million dollars. And I'm good to go. And they look at you, how dare you? You can do that? Yes, I can. <laughs> That's what Abraham, uh, Isaac did. He took his wife and went down here. Took all his men with him. And they started doing this stuff. Water started coming all over the place in the midst of the famine. Come on, say, in the midst of the famine, God is going to bless me. There's a reason why I'm preaching this message. There's a reason why I'm preaching this message on this first Sunday in 2024. Because things that are about to come on the earth, God is preparing your mind for it. Don't look to no government. Don't look to no social science. Don't look to global bliss or global blessing or <laughs> globalists. Listen to me. God didn't say the paper money, the dollars are mine. He said the gold is mine 
And the what? The silver is mine. Come on, say, the gold is mine. And the silver is mine. Come on, say, I'm blessed because God got all the gold. <laughs> gold is solid money. The same amount of gold that was in the Garden of Eden is still here on the earth. God Almighty is saying to you this morning, trust him. You trust God. Come on, say, I trust God and God alone. I don't put my trust in man. I put my trust in God. Because when I put my trust in God, I'm walking in the blessing. Because God is about to do some great things in the earth. He moved into the valley of Gaza. And what, who followed him there? The people from Abimelech. This same Philistine is enemy. Notice that Isaac didn't argue with them. When you... When you're blessed, you don't argue. You don't have to argue with people when you're blessed. You just walk into your blessing. Come on, say, I'm walking in my blessing. <laughs> he dug a well, and they were hostile towards him. You do the, the, the great things. You do great things for people, and people get hostile towards you. You're doing, the, you're doing some good things and they're still hostile towards you. <laughs> so uh, they were hostile towards him, so he moved on. Come on, say, he moved on. Come on, say, sometimes you got to move on in God. <laughs> and Isaac's name, we could go into all of that. That's a message in itself. Different ways he went through on conquered God. Then he moved to what? Beersheba. <laughs> oh, God. He moved. He kept moving. Come on, say, keep on moving. What did God say? Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Don't, don't keep your mind on one place. Uh, move on to the next. Say, say, God, well, they stopped the well here. They stopped my moving. They don't want to hear me here. Well, if they don't want to hear me here, go dig somewhere else. So he went to Beersheba. Amen? And what he did in Beersheba, where God appeared to him on the night of his arrival. How many know, as the moment he arrived in Beersheba, right, what happened? God appeared unto him and said, who said, I am. Come on, say, I am. I am the God of your father, Abram. He said, do not be afraid, for I am. Hallelujah. Shama. <laughs> He said, I am the God 
that is always there. I'll always be with you. I'll always be where you are. Wherever you are, I'm going to bless you. Wherever you are, I'm going to be your God. Wherever you are, I'm going to be your provider. Wherever you are, I'm your, your healer. Wherever you are, I am the God that fights for you. Wherever you are, I am the God that's there. Hallelujah. But this time, what he did? This time, <laughs> then Isaac, what he did? When God appeared unto him, he built an altar, and there, what he did? Worship God. Come on, church. Come on. I'm, on, I'm coming to a close now. When you get to worship God, the enemy will leave you alone. When you get to worship God, the enemy can't stop to you. When you get to worship God, you will find out that the enemy will leave you. Just like Jesus did. He said, Jesus worshiped on the mountain. The Bible says after he worshiped God on the mountain in fasting and in praying before God, the Bible said the devil came and tempted him. And after he got the third temptation, what he did, he left him for a season. Come on, say so worship will cause my enemy to leave me alone. They can't stuck, stick to you. <laughs> so what happened? Anytime you find that your enemy want to make peace with you, I want to have a covenant with you, you know you're messing him up. <laughs> because here come Abimelech, and he hate Isaac's guts. I'm telling you, the Philistine, you will read later on in the scriptures, you'll find that the Philistines is, will continue to fight you. You are the enemy. Do you know that the same people Amas is the Philistine, the same Philistines? That fought Israel way back when it's the same people that's fighting Israel today. Come on, say, I will always have my enemies. But I will always have God. <laughs> don't, don't run from your enemy. Don't, don't go crazy when your enemy comes. They will come. They're going to be with you until you die. You're going to be with you until you go to heaven. I'm telling you, don't expect to be free from your enemy. They will be with you. But you know, when you stay with God, they, you're not going to get frustrated. Don't get frustrated when they come. You say, let them be frustrated because that's what happened to Abimelech. He got frustrated and he said, oh, we've been fighting you too long. We don't, we cover your wealth. We try to cover your blessing. And you moved to another place and you got blessed. You went to the worst place that you could ever be blessed and you got blessed there. You went to the place where nobody has ever been blessed where you went to, but God blessed you right there where you are. You went to the place where there's no testimony of blessing 
And what he did? He said, one day, come and say, one day, the enemy will come bowing at my feet. One day, king, and notice what he said now. He didn't say Abimelech. They said, king Abimelech <laughs> came from Jira with his advisors. No, he can't. A whole bunch of advisors with him now. How <laughs> many know when the devil wants to make a deal with you, he brings his whole army. He brought his advisors. Also, Pinkhall, Phil, or Philcall, is army commander. So he brought everybody with him. Why have you come here? Isaac asked. You obviously hate me since you kicked me out of your land. Come on, say the enemy will always come after you. Even when you're blessed, he's coming after you. You say, why, why are you coming after me? You come, you come with all your dignitaries, all your cabinets, you come all your great men, you come before me. And they replied, here's their reply. We can plainly see. See that I find that song. Jehovah Shammah, the song we used to sing there, and give it to Brother, Brother Lou so we can play that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can, I can hand with this. I got to hand with that song. Glory to God. Yes. Yeah. Come on, say yes. Because I'm coming to a crescendo. I'm coming to a, I'm coming to a, oh my God. I'm coming to a. Crescendo! I'm coming to a crescendo! He said, we can plainly see. Come on, say, God will make it plainly see that you're not being blessed by your way you work. You're being blessed <laughs> that the Lord is with you. Now, how, how could this guy, Philistine, who don't know about, how did he know about God? How did he know the Lord God? And notice he said the Lord God. That means he must have known something about God. God, Lord, Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahovah. He said, I know him. <laughs> Somebody must have got popped by Yahweh to know him. <laughs> Somebody must have taken a licking for him to know him. So we want to enter into a sworn treaty with you. Oh my God. Can you imagine the devil, Sister Sabra, the devil wants to make a treaty with you, want to sign a contract with you. Hallelujah. Let's make a covenant. Let's make a deal. Ever heard of song? That thing? Let's make a deal. Come on down. <laughs> Swear that you will not harm us. Just as we have never troubled you. Oh, you know them lies. The devil is a liar. Isn't he a liar? 
Oh, you, you know, the, you see how the devil comes to you. Oh, you know, it wasn't me who did that to you. You, you thought it was me doing that. I, I want you to know I didn't do that to you. You thought that I did that to you, but I didn't do that to you. <laughs> we have always treated you well. Lie again. And we sent you away from us in peace. You know that's a lie also. And we now look, and, and now look how the Lord has blessed you. Come on, somebody needs to shout this right now. Hey, <laughs> come on, somebody, somebody help me shout here. Somebody got to help me shout right now. Somebody will raise a shout. Somebody got to raise, somebody got to raise a shout. Oh, when the devil knows that he knows, that he knows, that he knows, that the blessings of God. No, you got to see this. You got to, sweetheart, they got to see this, sweetheart. They got to see this. They got to see this because it's because of this and because of them why God has blessed him. He prepared a table before you in the presence of who? My enemies. He anointed my head with oil. My cup run it over. Hey! Hey! Hallelujah! And what did Isaac do? Isaac said, okay, guys, it's a famine. There's a famine in the land. I want you to know that. But I'm feasting. So he called all his men and said, come on, come on, cook. Come on, uh, culinary guys. I want you to prepare the best feast in the house. Get the fatted calf. Get all the best foods right in the midst of the famine. Hey, hey, come on, say, God, see, come on, say, pastor is prophesying to you. Come on, say, in the midst of the lack, in the midst of them having nothing, God will prepare a feast before them in the midst. In the midst of what is coming on the earth, God says, I'm going to prepare a feast before them to let them know that my church, the church that Jesus Christ says, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I'm here to say to you this morning, 2024 is coming. There may be famine in the land, but I'm not looking for that. I'm looking to Jesus. I'm looking to God because he's my provider. I'm not looking for the government to provide for me. I'm looking to God who, the God who take five loaves and two fishes and fed 5,000. I'm looking to God who made water came out of the rock. I'm looking to God who feed the people from heaven with manna from above. That's the God I'm talking about. That's the God who I serve. I will live. I will not die. 
Come on, play that song for me. Play that song. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. I feel like running. I feel like jumping. I feel like skipping. I feel like running. Yes. I feel like jumping because I know 2024 is going to be all right. Come on, say it's going to be all right. 